on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Do you deserve the right to have control over who your partner follows on social media? Because she says yes, all because of this one person. Let's get into this. Welcome to Group Therapy. Happy Monday. Jess, what's Group Therapy? Listeners reach out to Kramer and myself when they're going through something in their life and just really need an outside perspective. So Kramer and I do our best to kind of give our input. And then we turn to you so you can also help out your neighbor too. I Hence the idea of a group therapy. Right. right get right, it? Yes. If you ever want to be on this segment, by the way, you can email me. Kramer at Mix1065Baltimore.com. Hey, Christina from Harvard County. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Explain explain the situation. Well, um, I was recently married. Yay. Uh, Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you. We got married over the summer. So basically, um, I was, you know, we're on, on Facebook, and I noticed that an old girlfriend of my now husband, that she liked one of his photos. And... And she even had a little comment and, and a winky emoji. And who's this girlfriend? I thought, is this like is this like from the past or is it like what what relationship? What kind oh, of relationship yeah, was this? this? Is, yes, this is his college sweetheart. Okay. And, and, you, and like so, you how know, many whatever. years removed? How many years removed is this? Ten, uh, like ten years. Okay. You know. All right. It's, okay. Yeah. A long time. So I was, you know, kind of taken aback by that and I didn't realize they were still friends on Facebook and at first I thought okay well maybe it's just Facebook whatever but then I do uh, a deep dive on his Instagram account and no they're friends on Instagram as well and she's all over his stuff like liking his photos okay and and I thought, hold on a second, this is not right whatsoever. <laughs> and and I feel as though, and I brought this up to him, that as his partner, I should have control over who he follows and who follows him on social media because, like, that's his old life. Wait, what does and that mean? We have a new life. What does control mean? Like, you want to go through everyone, like, who's following and following him and, like, delete anyone that you don't want him following? Why that? I should have like vetting, vetting. Well, does that um, does that go both ways? Like, do you feel like he should have access to your social media too? And if there's somebody that he doesn't like, he should be able to say no to that as well. He can, but I'm squeaky clean from my past. That's my old life, and I'm married now, and I have a whole new life now. Yeah. Uh, and and just so you guys know, it's not just because she's an ex. There's a whole bunch of other girls on there that I don't know. Mm. And it's like, who are these women, these rando women? Well, um, are, that are making comments and liking his photos. I, I don't necessarily 100% disagree with this. Like, you're you're laughing. I don't necessarily 100% disagree. Stop okay, so, so, so the question that we're trying to get down to is, is you think that as as his partner, you get full control over who he follows. And, like, and, you want passwords and pins, and you basically want to do like a whole like clean slate. Oh, is that yes. what we want to do? Oh, no, I told him that. Okay. I told him that, and I said I want all control of your social media. Phone number is 410-583-1065. Let's talk to some married people this morning. Do you yeah. think that you should have, uh, we'll use the word control, which I hate to use that word, but I feel like it is. Should you, should you have access to your partner's 
friends list on social media, who follows them. Yes, and, and who they're allowed to follow. Who they're allowed to follow. And I mean, honestly, and I'm going to say this, I, I don't necessarily disagree with this. You uh, agree with her. I think that for sure you should be able to go through your partner's list. And there's anyone that makes you uncomfortable, they need to go. They need to go. Yes. Because why yes. in the world would they need Everybody. to be on it? It's only going to cause issues. Okay. I, I can understand. Just, just really quick. Just like in real life. In real life. And there's a friend that makes you uncomfortable. Jess, go with me here. Okay. The friend that makes you uncomfortable. Yes. And you don't want your partner to interact with them. You right. should also have the right to be like, that makes me uncomfortable. Here's why. Okay. Yes. But like having complete control and like going through every single friend that your husband follows and telling him who he's allowed, like who he has to unfollow. I just feel like this is not a good foundation of trust and this is going to lead into other things and, and bigger arguments. It sounds extreme, but the more I broke it down, I'm like, I don't necessarily 100% disagree with it. I don't. 410-583-1065. Like, as, do you have, should you have control over who your partner follows on social media? Okay. Let's get some feedback on this. Joe is on three from Essex. Hello, Joe. Good morning. How y'all doing? We're good. doing good, man. What do you think? Should you have control over who your partner interacts with on social? Um, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think you have to have trust because if you don't even trust them on social media, how do you trust what they're doing when they're not with you? Mm-hmm. I, think- I mean, it's just to me, it's it's it's. Um, I don't think it's a breach of privacy on you, but I like I would never hide anything from my wife. Ever. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. reason for it. I trust her; she trusts me. But when you start getting into the point of where you're, I have to have, I want to have, I'm going to have. I think that's a little bit of a control freak. Do you uh, do you still follow anybody that you have dated in your past on social media? Um, one, I think one, but it has to do with. Uh, they have like a special needs grandchild, mm-hmm. okay. child, a unique situation, and, I, and and they went through a very tough time. No. We're not like friends, but yeah. I just, I see the stuff they post. Like I wouldn't communicate openly with an ex. That just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jess, do you do you still talk to any? I have anybody on your friends list that you that you've dated in the past. No, you think Garage Boy does? I don't know. I, like, I wish you could see Jess's face. I haven't asked him because the reason you, why you I haven't asked care? him is because I don't care because I trust him and I know that he would not be doing anything shady behind my back. Because if he would, then we would not be together. Okay. Hey, Jennifer from Cockeysville. Good morning. Good morning. Should you have like the control over your partner's social media? You think who they follow, who follows them? Oh, no, no, absolutely not. So two things. One, if you don't trust your spouse enough to, you know, to know that they're not going to do anything with somebody from their past, yeah. then you've got bigger problems. And secondly, on saying I should have full control over their social media, like I've been in an abusive marriage and that's where it starts. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I think that's a little bit of a heavy statement because well, because okay, let's let's take this and put this in real life. Well, let's that, let's I mean, say that controlling aspect of it. The, uh, the word control, I think, yeah, is 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 a heavy word to use. But it's here's heavy, but that's what this is. But here is my point: is that like let's just say this was real life, and let's just say that your ex was still fr- your, your partner was still friends with his ex, and you're like, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. I think that as that in that scenario, you'd easily be able to say, yeah, I think as the wife, you should be able to say. I don't want, I feel uncomfortable and would prefer you not to be like, 
you know, friends I, with his ex anymore. Why would it be different on social media? Then? I feel like it's but, fair for certain people. Absolutely. But, there are certain situations. But no, I don't think that it's healthy for your partner to have you sit down like you're a child and right. go through your following and unfollowing list and basically tell you what you can and cannot do. I don't think that's a healthy situation. Right. So there's a difference, a huge difference between, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Let's have an adult conversation about this and my concerns and why. And maybe she has something in her past that is making her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's a conversation they need to have as a married couple. Okay. So you're but saying you're say, saying conversation, not like overall right of yeah. who's there and who's not. Okay. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right. I get it. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Have a good day, you guys. Too. Bye. So, you know, what be interesting to hear from today is somebody that possibly, cause, you know, we're getting a lot of calls saying that this is a lot for y'all. Okay. But I'm, what I'm curious on is anybody get burned that way? Anybody what do you get, mean? But anybody get burned because their partner was following their ex on social media and possibly they get back together because of it? Because I feel like we're hearing one side of the story today and not both. And maybe, right. maybe, maybe it never happened. I don't know. But 410-583-1065, that perspective could be interesting, too. This is uh, Jen Dye. Hi. Hey, Jen Dye. Hi. Good morning. What do you think? I mean, should you have control over who your partner follows on social and vice versa? Well, he's a grown man. He's not a 12-year-old. <laughs> like, you know, having to police his social media, it, it says that mommy vibes, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't trust the, the guy, then you shouldn't marry him. Or maybe there's some, some deep issue that you need to get through because, you know, like someone you don't trust on social media. Yeah. So you're thinking that they're already having issues over the the following of a social media. This is only going to be a bigger issue. Maybe maybe has little to do with it with social media and well, bigger yeah. to do with like, She's a trust She's going to be issue. like, well, why are you at the grocery store so long? You know what I mean? I think this kind of exactly. is going to lead into other situations. I just don't know why they're there in the first place. Like, why are your exes still on your social media? For what reason? I have exes on my social media, and I haven't even looked in their direction since I've been with them. But why are they there? Because they're just on my social media. Like, I, if they followed me, I, don't, I can't make them unfollow me because I, I'm not going to say go after them and be like, don't follow me. Okay. You know? Yeah, At the end of the day, yeah you don't care enough. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I really right. don't. Yeah. That's fair enough. I'm focused on my husband. I'm not worried about them. Dang. Okay. okay. That's, well, that's well spoken. Thank you for calling us. All right. Uh, this is who on one? Victoria? Victoria. That's right. Hey, Victoria from Owens Mills. Good morning. Good morning. Now, we got to hear the opposite side of this story, too, because I asked the question a second ago. I said, anybody get burned this way? Because is there a chance, and maybe this has never happened before in Maryland, right, to where an uh, ex on social media has actually interfered with a relationship. I think it's important to hear your side, too. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, so I've been dating this guy for two years now. And um, when we first met, um, he gave me, uh, he told me the story about his ex and why he's going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. So he was married for 16 years, had a child. Um, very, uh, from his perspective, it was a very happy marriage. Um, but they both uh, loved to be on Facebook, um, reconnecting with their friends and family. So they moved from Connecticut to Maryland. And um, so they were that way reconnecting with their friends and family. And then 16 years into the marriage, uh, they went on vacation, and she told him that she doesn't want to be with him anymore um, Mm -hmm. after 16 years. And um, so he found out the reason was that she reconnected with her old sweetheart on Facebook, and they were talking the last couple of months, and it got really hot. And she even... He found uh, text messages because the phone account was in his name, so mm-hmm. he was able to pull all the messages, and it was very painful for him to read through this. So they reconnected, and she left to that other guy. 
Jess, I mean, how do you how do you respond to that then? I mean, obviously they were they reconnected because of social. Yeah, no, I I mean, obviously the situation is heartbreaking and it's unfortunate and it's it's like something like that you can't plan for. And I feel like I feel like if you go into every situation with that mindset, then like you're not even living. And there was no way for him to be prepared for this. There's no way. Of course, he never assumed that his wife of 16 years was going to be doing that situation. When it comes to that, right. you have to cross that bridge when you get there. But it's almost like you're setting yourself up for failure if you go at the ex- very opposite end of the spectrum and want to start off this very early in your marriage from a very controlling standpoint. I feel like you don't even have a chance. Okay, I get it. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 1065. What's up, everybody? Here we are. Uh, what day is it, Monday? Monday. Good morning. It's definitely Monday. It's definitely Monday. How are we feeling? Six o'clock club. Hope you had a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Missed you on Friday. Let's get into it. You know what to do. You're up first thing in the morning. Just text us, 410-583-1065. We just want to say good morning to you. See how your morning's going. Anybody have big news this year after the weekend? I don't know. What's up? Veronica, good morning. Darren, the flight attendant, is here. Beautiful Beverly. Good morning, Lori, Sarah, and Stu. Josie and PA, Stephanie Lynn, Mr. W, Delightful Debbie, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Good morning, Johnny E, Leanne from the Eastern Shore. Cowboy is here. Terrence, Anthony, Kathy from Parkville. Lisa, Adrian, uh, Annabelle, and Lee from Havre Grace. Good morning, Los the Mill Nurse, WB from Glen Burnie, and Hope Dope. Happy Monday. I just got back from Atlanta, Technically, North Carolina. Yeah, uh, late last night. Well, not late. Late for us. If you're up right now, late for us. About mm, 7.30. Okay. And I got to, you know, I got to give a shout out to Spirit Airline. Because, Jess, who do I talk the most trash about? Spirit Airline. That's all I talk about. (laughs) And I don't even know why I have this, like, disdain for Spirit Airline. But I've always had really bad experiences. But I booked this trip to go to my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, pretty last minute. And you know when it's last minute, like... You're like, here we go. You got to take Spirit Airline. Well, and you have to take, you have to be accountable. It's like, this is what I, I'm walking into. I got to deal with it. And so I knew like going, I was like, I don't, because Spirit is so cheap. Mm-hmm. It's like hundreds of dollars less than the other guys. And technically my other flights that I've done, it's felt hundreds of dollars less yeah. than the other guys, right? Fly up and down mm-hmm. from Atlanta. Flawless. Good. Not one issue. Everyone was extremely nice. Good. Because like, you kind of walk in with your guard up, right? Like, all right. What you got for me? Well, also because the holiday season is in like full effect right now. It's so I'm time, sure man. they are extremely tired and at their end. So for everybody to be in a good mood, it shout, was good. shout out to everybody that's working at the airports. I know it's insanely busy right now. Let me tell you when they won me over. And this is not a plug, by the way. This is just a, a literal, my excited experience from Spirit Airline, which I never thought I'd say those words together. Was I So I sit down and they're like, hey, by the way, we have Wi-Fi now. And I'm like, okay, Spirit Airline. Nice. Like, I know it's 2021, but that's that's great. And so I was like, but let me see. Because what Spirit does, and it's so cheap, yeah. is they'll was charge like you for everything else. Right. for an hour? Because <laughs> I think that's what happens. Like Other airlines charge me about 15, 20 bucks to use it. I'm like, yeah. not this guy. And this plus, guy's too cheap. The flight is like an hour, isn't it? It's only it's an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's fast. super short. Y'all, Wi-Fi on Spirit Airline, $1. Nice. $1. Like, I would hope for an hour and a half. I'm literally a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of Spirit Airlines. So you won't hear that a lot, but I dig it. My whole round trip was $19. No, not really, but it was considerably cheaper than the other guys. Good. 
Anyway, um, let's get going. We got a lot to cover today on the show. Hopefully, you had a great weekend. Mix 1065. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right. Y'all ready? Number three. The Made in Baltimore annual holiday pop-up is back, and this year it will not just be online, but you can actually go to the shop and shop in person at the holiday pop-up in Remington in North Baltimore. And the program by the Baltimore Development Corporation hosts over 50 makers from across Charm City, all in effort to help uh, people in Baltimore buy local. And the store will be open this Thursday, November 18th, and then they'll be open Thursdays through Sundays until January 9th. And the BDC's Baltimore Together plan places emphasis on supporting women and minority-owned businesses in the city's economic development. And over half of the businesses included in the holiday store are black-owned and over 80% are owned by women. That's cool. Really Number cool. two. The holiday shopping season is upon us and while most people have lists of stuff to give for other people, it turns out plenty of people are also treating themselves to holiday gifts when they go out shopping. A new survey finds that 80% of Marylanders say they deserve to be showered with gifts this holiday season. 74% of us say we are likely to to buy ourselves a present this year. 90% plan to spoil themselves even if they get gifts from other people. But when it comes to getting gifts from other people, 31% of Marylanders say they would like to be surprised by what they got, but 26% of people would rather just let their loved ones know what they want. You don't want to be surprised, do you? I wonder what's the whole situation with that. I honestly think it's like based on your family. My mom has always been notorious with like, send me the pictures, send me the sizes, yeah. or I would be with her and she'd be like, do you want this? Okay, right. cool. You'll get it in like three months. That's cool. how my whole family has always been. What about from your boyfriend, Garage Boy? Like, you don't want him to go rogue, do you? I don't. I mean, he's always really, I don't know if we, he just gets me whatever. So he, you don't ask for something and he gives it to you? No. We don't really... I do that to him, but he hasn't really done that for me. I don't mind either way. You like going that way. I don't... I... I. When it comes to holidays, like, there's certain things I want and I'll let you know. Because there's nothing worse from, like, that big gift that year. You know, you, let's say you really want, like, a bracelet. And, like, in your head, you're like, I really want this bracelet. I really want this bracelet. And, like, yeah. the holidays roll around. You open your gift, uh -huh. and there it is. It's a, you know, oversized t-shirt that you don't really want. And you're just kind of, like, feel bummed. I just don't know if I've ruined it for him because I'm always like, show me what you want. Tell me what you want. And I'm yeah. just doing it out of, like, routine. And maybe he's like, it'd be nice if you surprised me. But in, I don't want to. I just want to get you what you want. In your relationship, how do you, how do, you do it? Yeah. Like, are you going... Are you going completely rogue with your partner or does your partner tell you what you want and vice versa? Because I've always had it to where it's been like, here's what I want. Please get this for me. And then I get it. And yeah, it feels good. Yeah, here's the link. And Add it to the cart. Like my mom sometimes goes rogue. I'm like, mm -mm. no, it's not good, mom. It's not, it's not good. Number one. Paris Hilton spent most of the weekend celebrating her marriage to Carter Ream. And their actual wedding took place Thursday night in Bel Air. But on Friday, they had a carnival after party with Ferris wheels, funnel cakes, and Paris Hilton themed carnival games. And then on Saturday night, they had a fancy dinner with uh, dancing, of course and a bunch of celebrities were in attendance. Kim Kardashian, Nicole Richie, uh, Megan Trainer, Paula Abdul, Lance Bass, Billy Idol, just to name a few. Demi Lovato, uh, Macy Gray, and Diplo were on the list for performers. And you can actually watch Paris's wedding and the entire process that led her to her big day in her new 13-part docuseries, Paris in Love on Peacock. Do you want to watch that? I'm totally yeah, going to watch in? it. Okay. Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. <laughs> Today in dog news. We uh we love dogs on the show. Yeah. We're fans, mm -hmm. you could say. 
Kiki will be getting, that's my five-pound chihuahua. She'll be getting a Christmas gift. Yeah. She. I go rogue, by the way. She does not tell me what she wants. I mean, that's fine. You know. Um, but we love dogs. And the other stations, they don't cover the dog news. But we do. We take time out to be like, hey, here's what's happening in the canine world, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Y'all, this story's wild. I don't know how you feel about this. I just don't know if this is, like, doing too much. Jess, you live in an apartment. I live in a condo. Mm-hmm. It's super frustrating when you go out and there's dog poop just around your condominium, right? Right, because there's barely anywhere to walk anyways. And so. when you're seeing those people's dog poop, it's gross, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I understand, even like in your neighborhoods and like in your front yard, maybe someone stops and a dog stops to poop in your yard and that's just, it's gross, right? Yeah, yeah. There is an apartment complex this morning in St. Louis that's trying to like curb that. It's the Gallery 1014 Luxury Apartments. And their tenants are facing some serious consequences if they leave behind their dog's poop. And you're like, well, how are they ever going to know, right? (laughs) Like, how would they know? They don't have it, like, on video. Yeah. Y'all, they are using this new thing called Poo Prints. It's this Tennessee-based lab that basically specializes in your dog's DNA waste. Uh Uh-huh. So what this... To break it down, what this apartment complex is doing is when you bring a pet in, they're swabbing the inside of your pet's mouth. Wow. So they can test it? They're then taking leftover number twos from dogs. Yeah. If it's found, they are then sending it to the lab. To find out who it is? Seeing who it is. Honestly? And then if you do it, once you get a fine, twice... You lose your pet privileges. No. Yeah. Got to get rid of them. I mean. How do you feel about that? I mean, honestly, it's like, they're like, we told you to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how much can that cost? Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is this a bougie place to live? Because it sounds like they just have extra money lying around. That sounds like a lot of work. I'm not sure how like the dog DNA business runs, but think about just like a 23andMe test. Those are like a couple hundred bucks. I know. And they take a while too. So like you think you're fine for two weeks and then you get a notice that it's like, hey, 17 days ago at 2.48 PM, (laughs) you thought you played us, but you were wrong. Because according to these receipts, wow. this poop is yours. So just know it's out there. It's called poop prints, and there's some there's some apartment complexes now that start taking advantage of this. So. I'm not mad at it, honestly. There's your look at today in dog news. Do you like hanging out with your significant other's friends? Now, in my situation, my question is, you know, as my boyfriend, does he actually enjoy hanging out with my friends? Mm-hmm. And I think yes. Because he did and he wanted to go. But according to some people on social media that commented on a picture and sent me DMs, and according to Kramer on what he's saying, apparently I'm wrong. So tell the the backstory here. So on Friday, um, Garage Boy, my boyfriend, we've been together for over a year and a half. We went and had drinks with a couple of my friends, Lady T from Fox 45 and Aaron, the producer as well, obsessed with them. And they invited us out for drinks. And I asked Garage Boy, I'm like, hey, do you want to like go to this? You know, he's like, sure. Yeah, I'll come. I'll come through and we go and we went to our bar downtown and it was so much fun like you get to pick whatever food you want and like all of us are having drinks and brandy came along as well uh the host of be more lifestyle so it's it's garage boy your boyfriend and And, a bunch of your female friends yes and he was the only male there yeah got it Uh uh-huh and so you take this picture Yes. You post it, mm-hmm. and you were kind of shocked by some of the comments. Yeah, one comment was like, I remember when I had to go hang out with my girlfriend's friends, uh, and then uh, like one guy was like, he definitely does not want to be there. And I got a couple of messages about it, too, and I'm like, first of all, 
sorry that Garage Boy and I are legit homies and we like <laughs> kicking it together and we and we enjoy like being together. And two, he's super chill and down to kick it. And I don't think that he would have been like, yeah, I want to go if he didn't want to go. Okay. I'm going to make a blanket statement here that I need guys to back me up on. We don't like hanging out with you and your female friends. We don't. And, like, and this, this is coming from a guy that all of my friends, by the way, are female. So it's not like I'm just like, oh, girls are dumb. Like, I like girls. But something about hanging out with your partner's friends, you're always going to be the odd man out. Were you, okay, are you, is this, well, first of all, you don't even like going out, period. You don't like hanging out, period, one. I mean, I, I do, but when, mind. You, when you bring, but when you bring in, it's like this whole separate force. And every guy, every guy listening, I can know can relate to this right now. It's like a whole separate like like universe that you're living in. Where like the it's almost like this. But uh, not when you're involved though. I, and also like I was wondering like are these guys speaking a perspective of like do you one are you like not invited to hang out with your girlfriend's friends or two like are you not no, involved like are, are you just like sitting there in the corner just like on your phone and not really involved in the conversation because and he's totally like a part of the group. Can we get some guys on the phone this morning or texting in 410-583-1065? We we go because we feel like every now and then it's the right thing to do, but I would say 95% of the time we don't want to be there. We just, we, and it's just because it's not for us. You know what I mean? Like what you and you girls have, you're able to relate to things you're talking about. You're able to have fun together. You have this like female bond. Like we don't have it. It's the same way. Like how would you feel if you went to hang out with a bunch of Garage Boys friends? I do. And we have a good time. And and you're the only girl? It doesn't bother me. 410-583-1065. Genuinely curious because I think Jess needs to hear this from a male's perspective other than me because Jess will always be like, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't think that most guys enjoy hanging out with their female partner and her friends. I don't agree with you. 410-583-1065. And it may may have been like an off chance where Garage Boy had a good time, but I'm saying on average, guys don't like it. Who's on four? Is this WB and Glen Burnie? WB. Uh, yeah, good morning. Hi. Do you enjoy hanging out with your female partner and her friends? Alone, no other guys there. I'm going to tell you this, man. I enjoy spending time with my wife, so whatever makes her happy is what makes me happy. And you'd be surprised, man. Sometimes the stuff they talk about, it, it's fun, man. I mean, you know, it's one of those things, I guess, it's um, you got to be there to experience it, man. And, um, again, if it makes her happy, it makes me happy. Okay, oh, thank you. Down. So thank you're down. You. Okay, that, that, that's, that is a lovely answer. I think that's probably going to be one of the rare ones, but it's lovely. Okay. Whatever hater, but um, go on. Billy from Pikesville over text says, for me, it just depends on who, uh, on the day and who's going to be there. And that's true, too. That's fair. That's totally fair. We all know that our partners have friends that we're like, we're good. <laughs> I'd rather just stay home. Yeah. Uh, nah, Kramer, I think you're being a bummer. There's no magic wall separating you from connecting with your significant other female friends. Again, it's not me connecting with the friends. It's that I just feel like there's nothing in it for us there. It's a different world. Like, when you're around the females, it's like a different world that like, we're not really supposed to be there for. Like, what happens What happens in female land stays in female land, you know? 410-583-1065. Kenny up in PA, do you enjoy hanging out with your female partner's friends? So I absolutely just do not enjoy with my wife. I like to be able to hang out with her and her female friends. Oh, okay. So. And you do not you do not enjoy it. Now, try to explain that to Jess because she's not, she's not getting it. Well, do you just, then why do you go, Kenny from PA? Like, would so, you just say that I don't want to go? 
I, I, I like her friends, but it should be a girls' night. I mean, yeah. if it's her and a bunch of females and I'm the only guy there, I don't enjoy that. It, 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 I try to engage, but it's girl talking. Have a girls' night and I'll hang out and watch it get to home by myself. Yes. But do you explain to her, like, so in those situations, do you go even though you don't want to go? Or do you, like, tell her that I, I would rather, like, stay at the house? I try to gauge who's going to be there. Sometimes I'll assume, like, another spouse will be there. I'll go and then I get there and I'll be disappointed when... I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah. Like, if okay. you know, listen, if and you know there's another guy there, no, it's one but thing. this isn't my problem, though. What I'm saying is, like, I it would be one thing if I invited Garage Boy to go and he said no. I'd be like, cool. Like, enjoy your time. Stay at the house. But if he tells me he wants to go, then, like, he's having a good time. Like, then that's yeah. not, like, why are you lying then? Maybe maybe his perspective of fun recently has changed. Because I don't think most guys are going to enjoy this. I don't, whatever. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny gets it. Thank you, Kenny. We appreciate it. No problem. Um... So let's catch you up to speed of what's happening right now because we're supposed to be getting a call any time now from a young woman we talked to with a segment we call Talk Me Out of It. Let me actually catch you up with her scenario because it all came down to my father and my father's about to get married mm-hmm. and I've got a secret about his best friend. Yes. Okay. And if it sounds like we're stalling right now, the answer is we're absolutely we stalling. We so are. listen. So I am torn because I don't know if I should tell my dad, that I am hooking up with his best man before his wedding this weekend. (gasps) No, you're not? All right. I'm loving this segment more every week, by the way. I'm loving this segment more every week. (laughs) What? Oh, man. So, this is a guy, you know, obviously a friend that my dad has been friends with for a while, like literally pretty much my entire life. And... I never really looked at him that way, but obviously I'm older now, and kind of a group of us going to a Ravens game a couple weeks ago, and my dad and his almost current wife, they wanted to head home, and me and this guy, you know, my dad's best man, we were like, hey, we're still drinking, we want to have fun, let's go out. Yeah. And I never really looked, I never ever, you know, had really kind of looked at him that way because we've always been in a group together. Like, I've never, like, been one-on-one with him before. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so when we went out, getting more drunk than we already were, and we actually, I literally went home with him that night. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so long story short, they've been hooking up now for a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know if I need to tell my dad ahead of time. Before the wedding, because the wedding was supposed to be, well, the wedding was this last weekend. Right, over the weekend. So she was asking advice, and honestly, like, I would say most people said don't say anything, but there were actually a lot of good points of why you should. Mm-hmm. Say something. So the way that we end this segment every week is we say, listen, call us back at 820 on Monday and give us the updates. We don't get their phone number because it's uh, anonymous. Right. right. We don't want to know anything about you. We just trust that you're going to call us back. But what I always say is if you don't call us back. That means it ended terribly. We have to assume the worst thing happened. Right. Yeah. Because what else do we have to go off of? Yeah. Because we're literally riding on you calling back in to tell us what happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Y'all, we got no phone call. And I Jess just said a, a second ago that I said the wrong time, but did I tell her the wrong time on, on Thursday's show? No, no, no. You told her the right time. So what do we, do we have to just assume the worst here? Like, what do you, Jess, let's, let's make up our possible ending of what do you think happened here? I'm assuming that she maybe told her dad and uh, it did not go very well. Do you think he would call the wedding off 
Because again, we're just making up a scenario now because we don't have it. I'm watching the or, phone, by the way. The phone rings, I'm going to answer it instantly, but nobody's calling right now. Or she did not tell the dad, but then after a few drinks at the reception, one of them, you know, maybe said something to the dad and then some sort of situation broke out at the reception. That's like what the worst. That's what I'm assuming in my mind right now, just because she hasn't called us. You know what I mean? Well, keep watching the phone, but I mean, that's what we say. If it goes terribly, then we just have, or if we don't hear back from you, we just have to assume like it's so bad that like, you don't want to talk to us about it, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think she probably did say something. And I hope that wasn't terrible advice that I gave because I was like, he needs, he deserves to know this. Now I'm feeling kind of bad on the back end if this, like, ruined a big day or maybe it needed to be ruined anyway. I don't know. We'll keep watching and we'll see if any calls come in um, and give you guys the update if uh, if it does. But that's that's the segment we do called Talk Me Out of It. And that's uh, that's all the update we got for today. I want you to hear my mom's pure surprise when I popped up this weekend at their 50th wedding anniversary that she didn't expect me to be at in the first place. Yeah. Let me give you a backstory is that obviously I knew my parents' 50th wedding anniversary was coming up. Mm-hmm. It comes, you know when those kind of things pop up. But not until a couple of weeks ago did they plan to do an actual celebration with the family. And the plan was that they were going to rent a cabin up in the North Carolina mountains mm-hmm. and just have the, the family show up. So like three weeks ago, my mom reached out to me and she's like, hey, listen. I know it's super last minute. Yes. But is there any chance that like, you'd be able to like come down and celebrate? And I said- She was even talking about this during her visit when she was here. Oh, and yeah. she kept throwing shade at you because you kept saying no. And she's like, oh, if only Stephen would. So I literally have one weekend. Yeah. This was my one free weekend between now and the rest of the year. And I have so many things to catch up on because we're going back out of town again this upcoming weekend. And so I kind of planned this weekend to get some work stuff done, some podcasting stuff done, just kind of get ready for the next six weeks, which are going to be- utter chaos. Mm-hmm. So when my mom said, can you make it? I said, mom, listen, like I really, I really don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I could like just feel her disappointment. Yeah. And I came on the radio and I talked about it. I said, like, am I like a bad son by like not being able to make this? And because we all said yes. Basically everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, you are. You're a piece yes. of crap. You better, you better go. And I, uh, because I knew what was going to happen was I was going to have to fly BWI out of Baltimore down to Atlanta then drive from Atlanta two, two and a half, three hours north to get to the mountains. And I'm like, that's a lot to do in a weekend's time, right? Mm-hmm. But there's one of you, and I wish I remember which one of you said this because it was so impactful. Maybe this is something that will kind of help you today too when you're kind of making, making decisions. decisions, Because yes. I get it. Like, life is so busy sometimes. But the second that she said this to me, I was like, damn, you're right. She was like, we always make time to go to funerals. Mm-hmm. Like if this was your parents' funeral, would you go? And I'm like, well, absolutely I would. Or she when says, someone's sick. She's like, so why would you wait till something bad happens to spend time with them? Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's a good point. Yes. My parents are getting older, y'all, you know? And like every time I go home, you know, every couple times a year, like I watch the progression of them getting older mm-hmm. and like it is getting harder. So if I could make it happen, which- Why wouldn't you? Could I do it? Yeah. Sure. Was it a massive <laughs> inconvenience? Am I exhausted today? Yes. Um, But was it important enough? Yes, it was. Absolutely. Yes. So um, I want you just to picture this. My mom obviously had no idea that I was going to be there. And they were hanging out in this like little downtown area. And so my brother and my sister both popped up and went over to this table that they were sitting. They were all going to meet. And uh, they obviously didn't expect me to be there. So what I did was I snuck around the backside of the table. And I was like, what should I do? Like, how do I like reveal myself? Because I didn't really know what the setting was going to be. And I said, well, since they're sitting at a table, maybe the best idea for me to do is to walk up like I'm a waiter and just be like, can I take your order? Mm-hmm. So I want you to hear my mom's reaction when she realizes I'm not the actual waiter. 
I'm her son. Listen. And you lied to me. Oh, wait, hang on. Is that the beginning? Oh, here it is. It's right and you lied to me. Right here. <laughs> Take your order. There you go. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. You lied to me. <laughs> you lied to me. Oh, my God. You lied to me. Because what had happened earlier in the day was because I don't realize my mom listens to the radio show in real time. What? So are you kidding me? When she listened to Friday's show and part She listens to everything. I had no idea. She was like, well, why are you guys not there live? Oh, she texted you? Yeah. And so I'm already in Atlanta at this point. Yeah, she's like, what's going on? And what's the tea? The only thing that I could think to say, because obviously I was caught off guard, was I was like, well, Jess had the day off, which was not a lie. Oh, You did have no. the day off. Uh-uh. So. No, player. So. Why you always got no. So when I saw her, I'm a texter. She right was now. like, "You said Jess had the day off." I was like, "Well, it's not a lie. We both had the day off." So uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, my parents celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary this year. Super cool. 74 percent of people in Maryland say they're going to buy themselves a holiday gift this year. And if I can be honest with you, the only holiday shopping I've done this year is completely for myself. Yes, I'm all about this Black Friday. Uh, month that we're doing nowadays. Yeah, I mean, it's like, so early. Stores are just like, yeah, it's Black Black Friday month. Yeah, and like we're gonna sales all the time. And for yeah. someone that loves saving money like me, how can I not buy stuff for myself? Right. Have you bought yourself anything this holiday season yet? L- like that, no. But I can't shop. Like I've I've j- I really just discovered this about myself like over the weekend because we went to the mall to kind of get some stuff to wear for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Jess is going out of town back to Stockton to go see her family for Thanksgiving. You yeah. haven't seen them since, what, April? Yeah, since May, I It's think. been a while, yeah. yeah. And I don't really go shopping for myself ever. Like, yeah. I'm one to wear, I'll wear something till there's holes in it and <laughs> I just don't even care and my friends are like, you need to stop wearing that. I'll be like, whatever. Just because I don't, I just don't buy stuff like that for myself. Right. And I have a weird phobia with online shopping. I just don't think it's real. Can you explain <laughs> that to people? Because I don't. I think ninety nine percent, maybe even a hundred percent of people listening cannot relate to this. Jess yeah. literally gets like hives when she has to do online shopping. Honestly, I have to do most of her online shopping for I her. I ask him. I'm like, can you get this yeah. for me and I'll pay you? Yeah. I just, I hate, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I hate, like, giving my card information. Like, I'll, I'll find a website and I'm like, how do I know this is real, honestly? Like, how do I know that this is an actual website that's going to send me this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I already have a weird thing with online shopping, which is why I will, I prefer to go to an actual store. Yeah. That's, that was Jess's main source of, like, still getting things. So, and now what's wrong thing. with going to stores now? And now, now, it's like if maybe if I'm shopping for my house, that's more fun for me. But if I have to buy things for myself, like I just get, yeah, I just get so overwhelmed with all the possibilities <laughs> that I just give up. Like this weekend was so hard for me. Like like Garage Boy, my boyfriend, he goes in, he's like, yes, this, this, and this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's just more organized that way in the guy section, and the girl section just insane and like I'm so thankful that we have all these options and people are so creative to like create these beautiful things for fashion but it makes me have an anxiety attack because then I just don't know who I am anymore I'm like is this my vibe or is this my vibe so did you end up buying anything yeah, but, like, do I even like it? I don't know. Like, I'm just confused. There's nothing that gives me more anxiety than just having to go shopping. And I have to try it on. I have to because, and then the line is so long to try it on, and then I don't have anyone, you know, with me in there, like my sister or my mom. Do you I know? tell you? And I don't want to ask the people that work there because obviously they're going to tell me that it looks good because obviously they want me to buy it. So I just don't even trust anyone in there. Are you the same way when you go grocery shopping? Are you, like, completely indecisive? No, super you easy. You go with a list, I, have a I need this, this, this. I know it's in the aisle. I know what I want to make, and I know like to check off my list so when it comes to like an outfit you can't do it no
74% of people in Maryland say they're buying themselves a gift this holiday season. Jess is not. It's too stressful. Can't handle it. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.